<laughs> Welcome back to part two of What Are You Saying? The what Official saying? Living Rock Podcast. And I'm joined with Beth Guy, who in the first part told us a little bit about herself, told us some, gave us some great answers to the questions. I hope I'm right. And Tim, the bird. Oh, yeah. Well, well I, I meant know. the icebreaker questions, but you did oh. give some very good answers to those questions. Oh, I hope I'm right. All will be revealed <laughs> very soon. <laughs> <laughs> but um, oh, the main point of this second part is mm. um, want to just hear what you say and we want to hear yeah. what is on your heart for mm-hmm. the youth um, so obviously you mentioned a little bit about what it will be about mm-hmm. identity and being bold Yeah. Um, do you want to kick us off? Yeah. where do you want to start with all of this? so I want to start with you guys and just I'll start with just my life actually so when I gave my life to the Lord uh, three years ago which was a glorious day Mm-hmm. It wasn't sunny, it was raining. But that's okay. Still a glorious it's still a day. glorious day. Um on the Sunday when I was baptized in water, um, I was given a scripture to hold on to for my life, mm. which was um Jeremiah twenty nine verse eleven. I'm sure most of you are very such, familiar with such it. Such a good scripture. Um so I'll just read that actually. Yeah. So it says, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. Um, and I'm going to go into the other verses because they're just amazing too. So in verse 12 it says, In those days when you pray, I will listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. I will be found by you, says the Lord. I will end your captivity and restore your fortunes. I will gather you out of the nations where I sent you and will bring you home again to your own land. Mm. And um, this really just... Uh, stood out to me because I've had quite not com- well yeah a bit complicated upbringing mm. um, where um, I don't know who my biological father is and my mum had me when she was really young mm. so I never really felt like I was planned or ever really wanted in this world um, so when I got given this scripture I felt like God really did plan me and he did mm. have a purpose for my life which was just wonderful so I really held on to this in the sense that um, my 20 whatever years it was 24, 25 however old I was at the time mm. um, weren't just um, a mistake and a fluke of oh Beth you're here kind of thing but mm. I've planned you I've wanted you on this earth and I've also got a future for you um, so from that then I knew that um my identity belonged in God rather than trying to find it in everything else because as I was trying to find it in family that just wasn't always working and just I was always let down by people and just felt um, unloved at times I guess Mm. and then so I would then return that to my friends and try and um, find identity with them but never really fit in because I just guess I was a bit different Mm. um and so as soon as I became a Christian I knew that my identity was firmed and solid and that's just who Mm. I was and who I was going to be as well Mm. because I knew I was loved by him regardless of everything that I'd been so that was good so so what do you mean could you try and define identity like Mm. it's a word we band around a lot and um, most of us have an idea of what that means but what does that mean to you and what does that mean in, in terms of Um, your identity in in God and things like that yeah to me your identity is essentially your 
not just your outward appearance but it's also your inward appearance so you can change your identity in the way you look the way you dress but who you are on the inside is what really is crucial because even if I went and dyed my hair pink, I'm, I've still got brown hair. Yeah. That is my identity. Yeah. Um, and I think the moment I found out and um, God affirmed who I was mm. on the inside, I felt um, a complete peace that it was okay to be who I was. I didn't have to try and be like who my friends were or what society wanted me to be, what my school wanted me to be or what my family wanted mm. me to be. I just could just be myself. Mm. Um, and even though obviously there's nobody's perfect, it was okay that I'm not perfect. Mm. That it was okay that I messed up at times or said the wrong thing or that kind of thing happened. It was okay because... I now had God inside of me going, that's okay, uh, but let's do it like this next time yeah. kind of thing. So what is our identity in Christ? What is so we are children of the one who created the heavens and the earth. Mm. That's pretty big. It's massive. It's a big identity it to is. have. It's a big identity to have. Yeah. But he showed me today that it's okay... Um, it's okay that I am just who I am because mm. he wants me to be me because that he'll use me through being me mm. I wasn't to try and be so you guys must know Fiona Bassett everybody knows Fiona the one with the whistles I've heard quite a few of you saying she's the best she is the best so I actually prayed for her to come into my life because I was needing a um, enthusiastic Christian uh, around me mm. and then because I went on my honeymoon she then got the job in the school really <laughs> yeah it's honestly amazing god is so great so she's just my we call each other we we say that we're partners in light and mm. that's what we say we are in school and um she I could hear I was doing my last bits of work in school today and I could hear her leaving and she was down the other end of the corridor and I could hear her. She was just <laughs> incredibly, beautifully loud. And I just giggled. And then I said to my colleague, oh, she's just amazing. I said, she's my sister and I love her. But it's amazing how different we are. Yeah. And God just showed me at that second that he wants her to be the way she is and he wants me to be the way I am mm. because that's the way he will use us and mm. otherwise it would just be all boring or it'd be very loud if we're all like Fiona and it'd be very quiet if we're all like me mm. yeah mm. I remember when um I was at church on a Sunday a few years ago and I um some a visitor came along and uh, one of the um one of the hosts at the door were looking for somebody to introduce okay. this visitor to and it's somebody of a similar age of mine so they came up to me yeah. and the way that they introduced me to the visitor was they said this is James he's He's like the Leicester City fan, and like, and we and we started chatting, and that was that, and yeah. and that was fine. And then, as I was driving home from church that Sunday, I mean, the comment was fine because I'm a Leicester City fan. But yeah. I thought, is that what I'm known as? Is yeah. that my identity, okay. the Leicester City fan? Yeah. And I started to think, I want people to know me for a lot more mm. than. And of course, she's not going to come and introduce him and say, "This is James. He's like, his identity is Christ. He's yeah. a worshiper. He's all these things." Which you know nobody's going to say that but it did make me start thinking what's my identity what am i 
known as. And yeah, I felt good. a real assurance in that time that God just spoke to me and said, your identity is your, mm. you're my child, you're yeah. my son. And um, it's just a huge yeah. uh, responsibility, but also a huge, um, know, it's just a blessing, yeah. isn't it? To, to know that that's our identity. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if, mm. if people wanted to be encouraged about or read about what their identity is, is mm-hmm. there anything they could yeah look to that would affirm it for them well i have lots of scriptures guys lots of scriptures. i love scripture it's the best thing because there's times when you are you just forget maybe or you're going through a really tough time mm. in school for you guys and it's so good to be able to know the word so that it could just like click into your mind in a second and then you're like no that's a lie i'm not gonna believe that i'm gonna fall back on what god says mm. and who god says i am so, um, John one twelve. John one twelve. Yeah, and it says, I could read it here. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Nice. So we don't have to do anything. Mm. We just have to simply believe in him, and then that's it, done, mm. sealed. Yeah. So the, the other thing that you, um, I think you mentioned it before in the first part, was about uh, taking time to rest. Mm. in him what do you mean by that okay so it did take me a really longish time to come to an understanding and I'm still learning it Mm. because it looks different in different seasons so for me resting in God is simply just taking time to not have distractions around me Mm. and allowing God to just simply talk to me Mm. or sometimes he doesn't even talk he just gives me an emotion or a feeling and I'm I'm always at peace. When I know I've rested when I come away at peace and my heart is overflowing with love and thankfulness to him. Mm. That's how I know I've rested basically. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So definitely. you could do that in a really hectic, busy place and have distractions. But if you've rested in him, it's just to me that is that feeling of you I'm at peace and mm. I know that he's close to me. So when do you find time to do that? Oh, it looks different all the time. Yeah. Um, but I start my day. So I go swimming every day. Yeah. I didn't today because I was really tired. Okay. And I chose to sleep. But rule of thumb is I do swim every, every day. day. And I leave my house at quarter to seven. So my alarm goes off at six. And I give myself a little bit of time to snooze. Yeah. Sometimes I snooze twice. So that's 20 minutes. So that I will have generally about half an hour to read Mm. his words and I start my day and I think even though it's not so much like a like a zone place Mm -hmm. I'm I'm still at peace because he's I've been fed Mm. yeah so that's how I start but there are times where my body if I've had a really crazy day my mind and my heart need a just stick a worship song on and on the speakers and really loud and just worship God and that mm. could just be three minutes or it could last for 20 minutes it just looks different all the time mm. um, there's times where I might go for a walk or do some form of exercise and then mm. it just looks different all the time yeah. whatever I need at that moment so this whole thing of or this whole thing of our identity mm-hmm. um, what difference does that make to us so like particularly for for youth in college mm. um, <clears throat> what difference can it make going into your college on a Monday morning mm-hmm. knowing what your your real identity yeah. is and knowing who you are and being confident in that how yeah. can that 
change you? How can that change your outlook maybe on um, how you would go through that day? Yeah. I mean, to start off with, it keeps you grounded so that when you truly know who you are in God, anything can come your way and you can bat it off easily. Mm. And just go, no, I'm not having that, or no, that's not right. And you just are firm in what you believe in, really. Mm. And that just then, I believe, just sparks off questions in your friends and all kinds of things. It just Mm. opens loads of doors to what God's not just who God says you are, but Mm. what He's got you to do. Mm. Um, And that is to share the good news with everybody. Definitely. I mean, knowing who you are so if you know your identity um that god has called you for a purpose for for something really significant that will inevitably mean you you behave differently to to people who haven't yet realized that and haven't yet um asked god to be in their lives it it will inevitably mean that you respond to things differently and like i said i think people will ask questions and it's just important that in those times where we have taken time to rest in god that we're Mm -hmm. ready that we know what to say yeah um, so yeah, definitely. I think mm. that's that's a good point. The um, one of the other things you mentioned was about uh, knowing what he thinks of you and letting that kind of overflow and, mm, and yeah. sharing that. Absolutely. Um, what do you mean by that? So when I was uh, seeking God for you guys and asking him what he wanted to share, he really he put a, a, a picture in my mind of um, you being rooted in him and knowing who you are. And then that just naturally became an overflowing of you being kind to everyone around you. He's really impressed the uh, kindness on me. Mm. Um, so I just feel like in in your identity, when you're at peace and knowing who you are, you're naturally just kind to everybody because he loves everybody. So when you really know how much he loves you, you naturally just mm. love everyone around you. Mm. Yeah, definitely. How would that look? In a college. In a college or a school. Yeah. Um, so I think, naturally, if I think of my school, when I was in school, I was one of, not a mean girl, but I just wasn't very nice. Um, well, I wasn't in a nice group of friends, but I mm. was the nice one out of the group of friends. And uh, quite a few of the other girls used to pick on this one girl, um... And she was a nice girl. She had a, she had from a nice family, but mm. um, maybe a bit more simpler than everybody else. A bit slower in her education, um, and they would just pick on her. But I would always check that she was okay. And I think things like that just that's kindness. Mm. Um, not doing what everybody else would be doing, or laughing at somebody when everybody else is laughing but just you don't even necessarily always have to stand up and say you're wrong but Mm. checking that the other person's okay that their emotions are alright that they're okay in themselves I think just speaks volumes yeah that's reminded me in in our first episode with Ben we were talking a little bit about something and I shared about how um, it's only now I'm realising how much my friends paid attention to some of the things that I did in high school and I was actually in the car listening to the first episode before I went live with Grace. I was like, can you just check this is okay? <laughs> Jake's fine. And I, as she heard me say that, she said, what are you talking about there? Because she knows my friends and she wanted to know what yeah. that instance was. And there was basically, there was a guy in our high school who I was kind of friends with. We, like, we weren't best friends, but he was 
who kind of hung out of our friendship group and he I don't know what happened but we were walking between classes he was a little bit in front of me with mm-hmm. he was on his own actually and everybody was moving and changing classes and something happened some words were exchanged between him okay. and another guy yeah and this guy did not take kindly to it and he kind of you know when someone gets it's you like kind of by the scruff of your t-shirt him, yeah. and shoved him against the wall Aww. and it was terrible and this guy was he was so embarrassed because everybody was moving class so everybody saw it and oh, like, he got him. quite upset yeah and as soon as that happened nobody wanted to be seen with him so i was just like oh no so i just i just walked with him to yeah. the next class and that was it i just yeah. walked with him and then literally years later i see him um i actually saw him at a pub one time and he reminded me of that exact instance of oh, wow. of what happened and he thanked me for it and he yeah. said you know it was so embarrassing and it was just nice to have somebody next to me so like you know you don't always have to be going out no. doing really overtly no. um generous and kind things no. you know taking every second to just kill mm-hmm. people with kindness yeah. like sometimes you can just be Walk a nice next person to someone. Yeah, yeah that's and, it and people will pick up on that definitely yeah. um how else could we do that in a college you think I think um, talking to your teachers or your lectures, mm. um, I think that shines a, a massive light. Uh, when I worked in a secondary school, some of the pupils that really stood out to me were ones that would talk to me, because mm. obviously I was a member of staff. But I could see into their hearts that they were kind people because... It was they weren't so inward and yeah. looking at just them and their friends, but they were seeing the bigger picture that actually this is a it's a, a business like it's, people do work here as well. Yeah, um, yeah, you can you know spread that to your teachers and just I think saying thank you because mm. they you just don't know how much work they put in mm. planning up till half ten at night most nights planning and prepping mm. for the next day, just saying thank you for teaching you and prepping and doing all the mm. lessons like that just I always when I we finish a lesson I'm only with four-year-olds now but I always make them say thank you if we've gone into another person's class and they've taught them because mm. they've they've taken the time to plan that lesson and mm. then actually deliver a, a good lesson to them mm. so I think it's so important just always to say thank you that mm. you've acknowledged how what the other people have done for you because those lessons that you've got will actually take you into your future into university because mm. they've educated you and given you that baseline yeah. of what you're going to learn definitely there's a um it's, it's definitely true and there's a quite a, i don't know if it's cheesy or not but there's a saying which is um people will they'll forget what you said they'll forget what you did mm. but they will never ever forget how you made them feel yeah that's good and it's like it, people really will never forget the way they made them feel yeah. if you're if you're kind if you just love yeah. people that's it um can yeah. make a huge difference yeah and i difference. think like we can as we're like thinking of different ways to share that in your schools and your colleges um the best way that you can demonstrate kindness is by listening to the holy spirit mm. and that just it's not necessarily always going into a zone and allowing him to speak loudly into your head or into your heart but being guided by him so if you feel like oh I should say thank you or I should do this or Mm. go and walk with this person just do it because that's exactly what the Holy Spirit wants you to do and you might think that it's nothing or sometimes you won't even notice that that is what the case is that the Holy Spirit is guiding you Mm. uh, to do but just just follow him and just Mm. do kind things all the time yeah and that comes back a little bit to what you're saying about taking time to 
to rest in him mm-hmm. and just listen and yeah i sometimes think can you imagine and this goes for me as well can you imagine the impacts that we would have if all of us every day before we got to before we went to school or mm-hmm. before we went to work or wherever it is that we're going mm-hmm. if we're off that day and we're going yeah. to town imagine the impacts that we would have if we all before we left said god I want to hear from you now about yeah. what I need to do today, who yeah. I need to speak to. No, it's good. Ooh, it'd be huge. Yeah. So it's important to take that time to rest in him. Absolutely. So if you could give one piece of advice, yeah. bearing all of this in mind about knowing our identity mm-hmm. and from that having a, a love for people that overflows and, yeah. and shows kindness, if you could give a piece of advice for everybody, mm-hmm. so going into college next week, yeah. What would you say about all of this? It's a difficult question. So I think I'm going to bring it back to the title of being bold mm. in the Lord. And um, he's just reminded me that there's times when I'm faced with challenges or things where I have to step out in faith. Um, and I'm scared to do that because mm. sometimes being kind means you're going against what your group of friends would do or... Mm doing something different to what your group of friends are doing it can be quite scary because you then have to be different and you have to make yourself stand out and I'm definitely a person who likes to um, just slip into the crowd yeah. and just kind of be in the background I, lo- I prefer that but mm. we're not called for that we are set apart as children of God um, and so he's just reminded me of a picture which he shows me every time um, he he's calling me to be bold and it it stems from um, a scripture in Joshua chapter 1 and <laughs> I love it because this I don't I haven't counted how many times but he says be bold be strong and very courageous he mm. says be strong and courageous several times in mm. this and it's kind of like he he can't overemphasize how important it is to be strong and courageous. Mm. And so when I'm feeling like I need this, he always flashes an image of a lion in my head. Mm. I just get this lion and I know this is a time that I have to do what I feel I've got to do because it's going to have an impact on the Mm. kingdom of God. Um, I can't remember what your question was. Well, the question was what, what's like the one one thing you would really hope everyone would take oh, away yes. from Oh, yes. So from my this. thing, which I would... Um, uh, <laughs> my Bible apps just told me they miss me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so needy, this the Bible app. I know. Um, Gosh. So what my one thing to be would to encourage you guys is to be strong and courageous and be bold in doing what the Holy Spirit tells you to do. Mm. Because like my heart's desire is to always be used by God I ask him every day to be his vessel I say empty me of anything that's going to hinder me of being his mm. being his vessel and by vessel I mean being used by him yeah. um, and if I if I ask him every morning to be used by him and then he tells me to do something but my fear and me being a little bit oh I don't want to stand out gets in the way then it's pointless me asking him to mm. use me um, and I, I want to see everybody come to know God because I've been in a place where I haven't known God and I know knowing God is far greater. Hmm. Um, so to me, my encouragement is to just always follow the Holy Spirit's lead because he's he just he loves people so much and he wants them to be in a relationship with him hmm. so that they're saved from what's to come. Yeah. Because it's going to be a scary place. Yeah. 
it's not as serious it's this isn't just a nice thing that we do because we've either been brought up in a family that go to church or um well basically they've all all you youth probably have Mm. because your parents come to church but if not some of you have just joined which is great we're really excited that you've joined us Mm. um but it isn't about just attending church there's a a, a massive picture of uh not it's real and if people don't come to know God, then they go into a place which isn't very nice. Mm. So your advice is be bold, yeah, be courageous, and don't miss the opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like he won't yeah. beat you up about it. Like he's not that harsh. Yeah. Well, and everybody's yeah, everybody's growing in it. Yeah, exactly. I'm growing in it. I yeah. I had a situation the other day where <laughs> I feel like I totally blew an opportunity. So I did everything right. Okay, so I'd finished work and I was driving home and. I've been reading this book recently called Love Does. I was telling you about yeah. that earlier. And it's really inspiring me to um, to do things mm-hmm. that are uh, not that. necessarily above and beyond, but yeah. like uh, out of the ordinary. Yeah. Not many people would do yeah. that. So I was driving home and I felt I had to shop, um, stop at the shop for some deodorant. And uh, <laughs> <Brad> <laughs> um, <laughs> I felt God say to me that I should leave some cash for the next person who's coming. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that's nice. great. But. Yeah. I can do that, but how is that gonna like? Yeah, I'm just I'm gonna be gone by the time they come to the shop. So how do they know that? Yeah. It, like you know, God told me to do that. Yeah. But then I thought, well, maybe the cashier will ask me. Yeah. Why? So anyway, I got to the shop. <laughs> I'm so this excited. Is a, this, this is a terrible advert for for me, but <laughs> I got to the shop and had twenty pound note. Yeah. So my deodorant came to like three pounds something like that. Oh wow, that's expensive deodorant. But I got two bottles. Oh okay, yeah, fair enough. They're on offer. Yeah. Um. So I bought that and she gave me my change and I gave her 15 of it back. I said, can I just leave that with you to, um, to whoever comes in next to pay with cash? Can you just take that 15 off and, and give that to them? Uh, she was like, well, I'll have to check with my manager, see if that's okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that's fine. So then I just stood at the till for like five minutes waiting like a wally. There's a massive queue building up behind me, which added to the pressure. Okay. So then she came back and she was like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. And then she said the question that I knew was going to come. Yeah. She's like, can I ask why you're doing this? Great. I thought, oh, here we go. Yes. This is my moment yeah. to be bold, to be courageous. Yeah. And I blew it. I was like... Oh, what did you say? I just said... I, I, just, I literally said, these are my words. I said, it's just nice to be nice. <laughs> That's okay, <laughs> then, though. Which is fine. And then I handed it off and I walked off. I was like, Okay, oh. it's not too bad. I got in my car. I was like, ah, oh, I feel like I've really blown an opportunity. No. But, but like... I tried. No, and the, the thing is, this is what I say to Josh quite often because we have these conversations. God knew you were going to say that. Yeah. He wasn't like, oh, James, oh, I'm putting his head <laughs> in his hands. You blew that. He knew you were going to say that, but you needed to do that first step of obedience. So the next time yeah. you come, you can share, this is what God want me to, wanted yeah. me to do. And he knows that's going to come, but you've got to do those small steps leading up to the big ones. Like, yeah. Anna. I was talking about Anna. He didn't get to where he is by just he woke up and was like, "Wow!" <laughs> yeah. He had to do things, and he got he gets things wrong. It's yeah. just life, and it's the same with us. Like I blow it more often than I don't, mm. but I I keep asking God use me, and I keep trying to be bold and courageous. So mm. when that line flashes in my eyes, I'm like, "All right, this is time for me to really mm. come out of myself and do <laughs> yeah. what God is telling me to do." Um, yeah well yeah I got in my car and I was a bit disappointed I was like I actually I said out loud in my car I was like god I'm really sorry that I just messed up but like I instantly felt a peace about it and I was like well and I just I prayed I was like god I pray that 
I would see the cashier again yeah. who that I spoke to and she would ask me again. Yeah, so yeah, I'm okay. still praying for that. Good. So it's still time. Yeah. <laughs> Was there anything else that you wanted to share? Are you, are you happy? Yeah, actually, I want to say that like on the back of what we were just talking mm. about that God doesn't, he's not, he doesn't give you a task to do. It's not like, oh, go and do this job. Let's see if you're going to pass or fail. It's not mm. that kind of thing. But he is in us, helping us. Because he, he's created humans to be uh, ruling on this earth, basically, mm. and to see his kingdom come here. Um, so he he has chosen us as his way of seeing his kingdom come to its fullness essentially mm. so he doesn't kind of like give you a job and then kick you out and go say go let's mm. see what you do with that he's with us through those moments so when I see that lion and then I've got to move I haven't just left God where I was and mm. moved on my own and gone on a little jolly to yeah. do what he's told me to do he's like great let's go together and he's like we link arms and off we go and we're like yeah. gonna conquer this like together and I have a scripture for that actually and it's in Hebrews 13 and it says so we can say with confidence the Lord is my helper so I will have no fear what can mere people do to me Mm. I can't do anything because God's with you that's it simple nice Nice. Roger Aubrey once taught us in college and he said God said it I believe it that settles it that settles it it. I like that yeah I'd heard that before but I didn't know where it came from so it's good to know I think it's Roger's I'll make him claim it yeah. Nice. God said it. I believe it. And that settles it. It's very simple. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Okay. Thank you very much, Beth. You're welcome. I feel encouraged. Good. And I'm sure everyone else will. Hopefully. There's one th- final thing oh, this... to do. <laughs> so you may remember that earlier <gasps> we put our guest to the ultimate test <laughs> in the quest to be the best. Yeah. <laughs> I nailed it that time. Did you hear that? Good job. So your first question was, how long does it take the average male to get bored on a shopping trip? I said 23 minutes. 24, 23 minutes? I think you said 23 minutes. Uh, Excellent, yeah. I can confirm the answer. 26 minutes. That is so close. That is really close. (laughs) Good effort. Do you know why I got that? Because that's how long it takes Josh no, to get bored. No, we don't shop together because he would be less than that. Oh, He's okay. not the average male. <laughs> so I got that from Josh's dad. Oh. Because... Do you go shopping together? No, I don't go shopping with Josh's dad. Okay. But I speak to Josh's mum a lot about her going shopping with Josh's dad. So at Christmas time, she has to fit in so many coffee shops, uh, dops. Yeah. And I calculated how many she did at Christmas time last year, so I just like narrowed it down, took some time off and thought that's where he's probably yeah. got bored. Well I go shopping with Grace and in the time that she goes we go into like Primark or something, yeah. she picks up literally, no exaggerating, she's <laughs> gonna kill me for saying this. She picks up about twenty items and goes in and tries them all on. And in that time, I smash out like four or five shops. <laughs> no, you a, don't. I, seriously, I get a couple oh, of so bits. So you won't go into the same shop with her? No, I, I have to strategically time my shopping knowing that she's going to take ages in oh, the changing wow. rooms. So I go in with her, I look around and I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, nice. nice. That's yeah, yeah. Not nice, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And as soon as she goes to change, I make my move and I go and do my shopping. Wow. And then I come back. She's still in there when I come back. 
That is and then, crazy. To top it off, she doesn't get anything. She comes out oh, empty-handed every time. Grace, you need to change that. So that's frustrating. <laughs> but okay, and the second question okay. was: I um, Tim. What is the name of the Twitter bird? Tim. You said Tim. Only because of the T. Oh yeah. I can't think of another name. Yeah, its actual name oh. is not Tim. What is it? Larry. Larry. Yeah. I think I read this the other Larry day. Larry Twitterbird. How frustrating. Well, that's not his full name, Larry Twitterbird. His name's Larry, yeah. Larry the Twitterbird. So there you go. Unfortunately. <laughs> I didn't make believe what I am. You've got zero the out of two, but that currently oh. places you first. Still, I'm still first. Out of all one competitors so yeah. far. Yep. So I mean, it remains to see, be seen how this is all going to be scored and leaderboard will work, but. How are you going to do it, though? Because people are going to hear this podcast before you ask them. Then. Well, there's going to have to be different questions. I mean, I didn't totally think it all through. No. Kind of just when I was driving over here, I just got a brainwave. I was like, <laughs> I'm going to do let's this. Put the, let's put our guest to the ultimate test and the quest to be the best. And that's kind of as far <laughs> as it got. <laughs> so zero out of two. Yeah. You're on the board. I'm on the board. Okay. I might be knocked off. The final thing we need you to do, yeah. actually. I almost forgot. Yes. Our next guest is... Alex Russell. <laughs> can you leave us a question for Alex Russell? I can. Um, Any question? What, Alex? what do we always do together? <laughs> we eat. We eat. Walk. Walk and eat. Okay. Does he tend to eat crisps as well, Josh? I think cake? Alex Russell is a crisp fan. Right, so it's going to be based... If you could have your ultimate... Right, okay, okay. I've got my question. Okay, go for so, it. So, Alex, I know how much you love crisps because <laughs> this is what we do together. We eat crisps. eat crisps. So, my question to you is, what would be your ultimate favourite flavour crisps with your ultimate favourite flavour dip? Whoa! Crisps and dips. What is the Cheeps best? and deeps. Wow. <laughs> does he does he have to create his own flavour or like? A f- well, if he wants to. Oh, so it he can be one be he's one, created yeah. or yeah, whatever one he wants. that exists already. Yeah. What would be your ultimate favourite crisps of your ultimate favourite dip? Dip. 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 That's a good question. Yeah. Dip. Dip. Alex, get your thinking hat on. Yeah. Okay. We'll leave it there. Do I need to answer my question? Yes, you do. We won't leave it there. So, so you were also left a question yeah. from Richard Jones, which was, if you could be any nationality other than Welsh, yeah. what would you be and why? So I have chosen, with great debate, to be a Native American. Mm. And I'm inspired by this because of Pocahontas. <sighs> so is my answer. She's got nice long hair. Yeah. She sings nice and she's that one with nature. I mean, she talks to a tree. Wow. And I really feel like the Native Americans have got something going for them when it comes to being that one with nature. Yeah. I like it. So if you were not Welsh, you would be Native American. Yeah. I mean, my trees. original answer was I wouldn't be another nationality. Yeah, for the record, Beth was very patriotic and she did not want to be anything other than Welsh, but. <laughs> I did say she had to answer, yeah, so... So that's what I went with. She's Native American. I'm a Native American. Okay. Slash Welsh. I'm half Native American, half Welsh. As of now. I don't think that's actually how it works, just for the record, but... <laughs> My identity is what's on the inside, Oh, James. there we go. You've come full circle. <laughs> that is good. 
Okay. Should we leave it there? Yeah, let's leave it there. Brilliant. Thank you, Beth. And if you've listened to this and you've enjoyed it, then also thank Beth for taking the time to do it. Mm. It's very good and very encouraging. You're welcome, everyone. I love you all. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay.